Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 75 of Enhancing Human Experience. We got a lot to cover in this episode, a lot to cover. For starters, let me just say that we're going to be talking, at least we're going to start the foundation of what we're going to talk about, talking about feeling. And to do that, I want to give a little bit of a background on what is really my best-selling book so far, which is sometimes surprising to me given how fun some of the other projects that I have done, you know, fun to create and also can create fun in your own life. I'm talking about just be it the secret to having what you want in life and also my kids series, The Magic of Beings, book one and two. But the one I want to talk about in this before we start the podcast in this episode, is The Alchemy of Despair. Now, to be honest, I kind of don't think about this book anymore and the, and the um, process of creating it and what it did for me and can do for you and has the potential to, to do in people's lives. I don't really think about it that much anymore, mainly because I'm not in that place anymore. After, well, let me give you the backstory. When I wrote this book... I had recently at the time been in an experience of my own doing, right? I created this, we all create our own experiences, right? Um, I had caused a situation uh, in my life because I was being stupid, right? I was being, um, I was just being a dumb person. Let's just put it that way. And I created some pain in my life. Let's just call it what it is, right? And because of that, I was feeling really blue, like like my I was feeling down in the dumps. And if you've ever been in that type of situation, you know, as I did, that when you're in like feeling depressed and feeling totally, totally like beaten down, you tune out all the blessings and all the amazing things in your life, even if there's a whole bunch of them, right? Not only do we tune out the things and experiences that are all around us, at the time, like family members, um, even a beautiful day, good food, good experiences, anything that's around us gets tuned out and we, as we get into this narrow tunnel vision. But also that infinite stream of blessings and awesome experience that is flowing to us, you know, the things that haven't even reached us yet, that gets shut off too. You imagine like a big gate coming down and shutting off the flow of those experiences. So it's like a double whammy. We're blinded to what we currently have that's super awesome. Maybe we live in an awesome house. Maybe we live in an awesome town, have awesome friends and family. And not, and we're also blinded or closed off to the experiences that are flowing to us. So it's like two parts to that. So I wrote this book because I was pissed off, quite frankly. I was really, when I awoke to that situation, right? When I, when I woke up and thought, wow, look what you've done here. You've narrowed your tunnel vision onto this one experience, this one thing that happened that didn't go your way, and you let it block everything else out. Did it ever happen to you? <laughs> it blocked everything else out. And so I was really pissed off, right? And I said, Mark, look put together 17 of the best ways that you've ever encountered for transforming sadness and suffering into happiness and joy. And that's exactly what I did with Alchemy of Despair. And so basically, it's a book filled with practical, really, really practical ways to turn back toward the light to help you realize that all the amazing things that you do have in life and also basically raise that vibration, right? And tune back in to happiness and joy, which is, by the way, 
our true nature, right? Every, all the gurus talk about it, whether you're in any spiritual tradition, any philosophical you know, backing, everything, everyone talks about that. That feeling of joy is our true nature. And so we want to always get back to that more and more. And if we get off path of it, we want to get back to the path very quickly. So this alchemy of despair was what I created to help you do that. It helped me do it. These are my best best tips, best strategies that I found from, and I've learned these from all sorts of places, right? This is kind of the list that I've kept for maybe the last 15 years. Um, some of them were in my mind, some of them were written down, but I put them all on paper. And they have the ability to help you turn back toward the light and feel better, which as we tied into the podcast today, feeling is the key that will unlock all of the experiences that you want in life. Every amazing experience has to be unlocked with feeling good and feeling that joy. That's why it's really so important. And I should say that even to this day, this is my best-selling book. And sometimes I question that and I'm like, gosh, you know, it's just, (laughs) it doesn't seem right to me because like I said, some of the other products that I've created are more about tuning in and creating the feeling uh, and helping you align with the experiences that you want to have in life. But I fail to remember that this is the first step. Feeling good is the first step. And part of that is stopping feeling bad, right? We have to start turning back those those sad feelings or the depressed feelings or unhappiness and feel really, really good. So this book is kind of the foundation of the podcast we're going to talk about today, but I've got a bunch of other um, ideas I want to share with you, including a focusing question surrounding this feeling is the key to unlocking the experiences you want to have in life. And a little bit about that, you know, the one thing Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, they have a focusing question in their amazing book, The One Thing. We're going to create a focusing question. I'm going to share a focusing question with you today that you can use to help you use feeling to unlock the key, to be the key that unlocks the experiences you want to have in life. I'm really excited to share that with you. And we'll we'll get into the podcast here and we'll go for that. The other thing we're going to be talking about, I'm going to weave in some of the ideas and concepts that will be in my new project that I've put on the back burner. I shouldn't say back burner, but I've delayed it a little bit as I was focusing on putting another project, kind of getting another project online that I'll, of course, be sharing that with you down the road too. But that is my product called IT, 101 Ways to Make Your Dream a Reality or Manifest Your Dream. And I'm really excited about this tool as well because it basically will help you align in 101 ways with your experience, with your experience that you want to have. Call it your dream, call it your vision, call it your manifestation, call it your best life. 101 ways to do that. And it all centers around feeling, right? Because we have to feel what we want into existence, feel it into existence. And when we do that, and when we get really good at doing that, the things and experiences we want will happen more frequently. Now, here's the thing about this. I'm not an expert in this. I am on the same path as you are. We're all on the same path. And the thing of it is, I don't think anyone can ever say, I've finished it. You can check it off. You can like, it's not a, it's not a to-do list, right? Feeling good and feeling 
your way into the experiences that you want to have in life isn't a to-do list and it's not a one and done kind of a thing. That's why every day everyone is set back to zero again on the playing field. And no one can, no one can like say, I've got this like accreditation or this medal and I can or I have felt it into experience because we're always feeling more and more into experience. And it's something we have to do every day because every day is like a reset, right? That's why I say, even though I talk about this stuff and I write about this stuff and it is my passion to share these ideas with you, I'm not an expert about it, right? Because every day I have to do the work, the internal work in my consciousness and in my state of being that will align me with the experiences I want to have in life. And just like you have to do that work every day, I really equate it all the time. I make this analogy all the time and I feel it's a very apt analogy. I equate it to going to the gym. Just because you go to the gym once or twice doesn't mean you're done. Or even, let's go the other end of the spectrum, just because you're a professional bodybuilder and you've been going to the gym for 10 years, if you stop going to the gym over a period of time and and could be a relatively short period of time, you're going to lose all those gains, aren't you? It's this momentum and it's this constant practicing of whether it's lifting a weight or whether it's feeling like you already are the person you want to be, you're doing the things you want to do, and you have the things you want to have, including the experiences, every day we have to do that work or else it atrophies, right? And I've talked about this in in other areas of the podcast that the universe is all about that creation and destruction cycle, this atrophy and renew, atrophy and renew. It's like a constant thing. And that's what we human beings have to do every single day is renew our vision, renew our focus, and really most importantly, renew the feeling that we want to have. And this is where we use our imagination, right? So I'm really excited about this episode. Um, That gives you a little bit of background talking about the alchemy of despair. If you're in a state that you feel really crappy right now, you're depressed, maybe you're in tunnel vision on a situation or circumstance or something, some event that has happened to you in your life, and you want to turn back toward your happy, joyous nature, pick up The Alchemy of Despair. You can get it on Amazon in Kindle format or in paperback. And in that book, there's a link. You can download the MP3 unabridged audio version. So I read the entire book. That way, you know, sometimes I don't like to read books. Sometimes I prefer to listen in the car. Um, on an airplane, traveling, even at home. Sometimes I just listen to audiobooks uh, that way, and I put them on like 1.5 speed or sometimes 2 speed, depending on <laughs> depending on how much I can take to cruise through them really fast, because that way you get the information. But you can pick that up on Amazon, and like I say, it's it's filled with the best tips and strategies that I've ever found for turning back toward your happy, true, joyous nature. Okay, so let's get into this focusing question. I want to offer you this question that I feel will be very, very valuable to you. I've been using this in my own practice, in my own work, and it helps me live in the end, as Neville Goddard talked about, right? That's really the goal we want to do. We want to live in the end, but to be more specific, we want to feel in the end. We want to have the feelings and emotions, or we want to cultivate the feelings and emotions that we will have when 
we have arrived at our destination. Now, I realize that the destination is always a moving target. And, we, and when you get to the destination of the things you want and the experiences you want, you'll have new experiences and new destinations on the horizon. But this focusing question is the vehicle or is a vehicle to help you do that. So we know because of the title of the podcast and and because of what we're really doing here in life, that feeling is the key to unlocking the experiences you want to have in life. So the focusing question that I want to offer you today to put in your bag of tricks and put in your personal transformation binder is this. First of all, let's talk about the one thing's focusing question. Their focusing question was, what's the one thing I can do right now that will make everything else either unnecessary or irrelevant. Now, I'm paraphrasing that a little bit, but again, it's it's just asking yourself, what's the one thing I can do right now that'll make everything else unnecessary? Talking about the one thing. Our focusing question when we're talking about feeling is the key to getting where you want, having the experiences you want in life, our focusing question is this. How will I feel when I have everything I want in every area of my life? That's our focusing question that I'm offering to you to put into your bag of tricks. How will I feel when I have everything I want in every area of my life? And the work, the practice is to spend time each day, just like we go to the gym to renew our body or go for a walk or a run or whatever we do to revitalize our body. When we use this focusing question, we're, we're renewing our consciousness. And maybe renewing isn't even the right word. Maybe it's like reaffirming our consciousness because for the most part, we probably haven't lived in that experience before or gotten that feeling before. But that's what we really want to do. We want to refeel and retrain our feelings and our emotional body to be in that experience. And this is, again, we're using our imagination. And so our practice and our work is to every day spend a few moments or a lot of moments asking yourself that question and really kind of getting into your consciousness and getting the feeling in your body all throughout your body of how it will feel when you have those experiences that you want to have in life. And that is the daily practice. And that's the reason that no one can ever be, um, no one can ever get this done or check it off their to-do list. It's a constant thing we have to do every day or we fall out of that feeling, isn't it? This is why I, I have a lot of admiration for sales organizations who do this um, psych up at the beginning of every day, right? They get their their attitude and their feeling and their um, optimism for the day really, really high by coming together and getting kind of like a rah-rah kind of a thing. And that's really what we all have to do as well. But if we focus it on the feelings we will have when we have everything we want, then that's going to put us into those experiences and, and it'll draw the experiences to us and we will draw towards those experiences. So that's the focusing question that I offer you around this feeling is the key notion. Okay, now let's get into, I want to share some of the things that I'm going to be, that will be built into it, 101 ways to make your dream a reality. And I put that on the back burner to do another project earlier this year, and it's still coming. And this is one of the things that I'm working on as we speak kind of here, moving it back to the front burner, because I'm really excited about this. Because again, it's a it's a list. For one thing, it'll be a list of those 101 ways. And I'm going to pull out the handful of ways that are most important, 
right? This is stuff like belief, cultivating the belief and cultivating the feeling of having, of being, doing, or having what you want. And there'll be other stuff on the list too that are important, but not as important. Things like dressing in alignment with the person you want to be, with the experiences you want to have, right? We know that when we change our clothing, we feel different, don't we? When we change what we're wearing, it causes us to show up different in the world. And even though it may seem small in comparison to how you feel, because that's like the trump card, that's your ace in the hole, getting that feeling of how you will feel when you have those experiences, it's it's just as important. In my mind, the more cards we can stack the deck in our favor and into those experiences, the better chances we're going to have to realize them. And that's why I, it was challenging to get to 101 ways. I won't lie to you. It was challenging. Once I opened the creative channel, they started flowing out a little more easily, but initially it was challenging to get that 101 ways. Originally it was going to be 21 ways. And then because of another book that I'm modeling this after something that Matt Fury wrote talking about 101 ways to magnetize money. I thought, you know what, Matt, you've inspired me. I'm going to go for the 101 ways and I'm going to be just like you. He's one of my heroes in the in, in the business here. And so I thought, I'm going to do it. I can do it. And when I hit 101 ways, I was like, I can't believe it. I was literally kind of like <laughs> in shock because to go from 21 to 101 is quite a stretch. <laughs> but that's that's why why I did it is because I wanted to give you as many ways as possible that you can align yourself with the experiences you want to have in life. So that's going to be coming out. I want to get it out ASAP and I have a few other things that I'm still, I'm kind of juggling a couple different projects right now. Both of them are exciting. Both of them are valuable and I'm, and I'm passionate about both of them. So it's at the end of the day, as you know, in your work, you know, you sometimes have to prioritize and put some things on the back burner because in order to do things, get things done, we have to have this focus on one thing at a time and then, and then knock the things down as we go. So that's still coming maybe in the fall. I mean, we're in August now. I could see it conceivably being done in the fall if I get like really, really laser focused on it and tune everything else out. Um, so I'll keep you up to date, but I felt it was really relevant to weave into today's podcast where we're talking about feeling is the key to unlocking the experiences you want in life. And again, starting with that foundation of feeling good. That's actually how I sell Alchemy of Despair is, you know, feeling good. We know that feeling is our point of attraction to the experiences we want to have in life. This is the message that Abraham Hicks gives us. Also, Neville Goddard talks about feeling as the secret. And so, again, like I said, whether you're in any philosophical tradition, any spiritual tradition, even intellectual knowledge-based, carnal knowledge, we know that that feeling is super key to having good experiences. In general, feeling good, but more specific, feeling like you will feel when you already have that experience. And this is where we use our imagination. So that's what I want to offer you today, that focusing question, which is, again, how will I feel when I have everything I want in every area of my life? 
I really think it's a powerful focusing question. I've been using it to tune in to the experiences that I want to have in life and live in the end. Again, a Neville Goddard famous quote. And uh, one of the, I even put that on one of the mugs that you can find in Enhancing the Human Experience store that I'm transitioning to this new product and new platform. But that is ethxstore.com. And it's a great reminder, live in the end, keep that feeling of the experience. The, the more you can walk around in your day-to-day experiences with the feeling that you will have when you are the person you want to be, doing the things you want to do, having the things you want to have, and tuning out where you're at now, still giving real great gratitude and appreciation and feeling joy for where you're at. Because remember, where you are now was once just a dream and just a manifestation. It was one of the it was one of the things that you were going for. Say I had created 101 ways. That's hard to say. Say I had created 101 ways to manifest your dream or make your dream a reality 10 years ago and you used it, you know, you would have gotten where you are now. Of course, you used other tools. You're, you know how to do this, right? All human beings know how to do this. I think we've just forgotten. That's why I think it's helpful to have these tools with us. They're focusing tools. They're checklists. They're things we can go through on a daily basis to realign ourselves with the things we want. But my point is that the things you have now, the person you are now, the things you're doing now, and the things you have now were once goals and dreams and like your ultimate manifestation, right? If you could have this thing, your life would be happiest, happy as can be. So I think sometimes we have to take a step back and say, wow, you know, I'm here where I'm at now. And at one point in time, it was just a dream. It was just a goal or just a vision. And that does a couple things. One, it makes you feel good. And two, it makes you realize that it it is happening, it can happen, that your it, whatever it is, can come to fruition and can be part of your reality. Because your current it was once just a vision or a goal or a dream and hadn't been fully realized by you yet. So that two-part scenario, feeling good and also realizing that the process does work, because human beings, you know, we're special creatures on earth, not that other spe- other creatures are less special, but we're special in this way because we have an imagination. We have control of our consciousness. And I've talked about this before that even though we're not the creative power that flows through us, and I shouldn't say it that way, I'm going to let you think of what you want of that because in a way we are there's really i believe there's really only one universal consciousness one intelligent force in the universe and it it expresses itself in my opinion as each of us so even though we are that thing that creates within us on the other hand maybe we're not that thing and if you think about the god force flowing through you that can be directed by you by what you focus on and what you're giving your attention to this is why when we talk about the alchemy of despair, if you're giving your attention to something, a situation that was painful for you or that sucked a lot, that's going to dominate your consciousness and lower your vibration. And then you're going to call in other feet, other experiences that are, that are a match to that. So when you focus your consciousness and your imagination and your attention on things that make you feel good and tune out the things that don't feel good, you 
become a magnet for more of those experiences, right? We, we all do. This is how it works. So if you look at it in the sense that the God force is flowing through, and I like to use the analogy of a movie reel like Paramahansa Yogananda used, do you have this light flowing through you coming into your body and into your consciousness? And all you do is change the reel, which is the story you're telling yourself about who you are, what you do, and what you have in life. You change the reel and live in the end, go as far as you can, comfortably go as far as you can into your dream life, your ultimate vision. I sometimes say, what would you do if you had a magic wand and you could wave it today and have everything you want in your life right now be the way you want it? Magic wand time. But change that reel, right? And then that light that flows through you will push through the reel like any movie theater does. It will illuminate that experience in your imagination and project it onto the screen that really is life, right? It's it's the your experiences that you're having in life. It's projecting that onto that the the screen that's all around us, like this virtual reality game we're in. Like I talked about in the last podcast, talking about Ready Player One, that movie. Um, that's that's what it is. That's what I really feel that it is. So you know, whether you think that you are that entity, because we all are that to a degree, right? There's really only one thing, one consciousness in the in the universe, in my opinion. And we all express from that. And we all are like little micro expressions of that. But we're connected to that one thing. And so we have the power of that one consciousness, or whether you want to call it the God force that's shining through you, that you're just focusing on the things and experiences you want to have, or the good things in your life, the positive, the blessings, the the things that you feel grateful for. This is why, you know, when the Bible said, you know, to he that has, more will be given. Because as you focus on the things that whether you whether you think you have a crappy life or a good life, it doesn't matter, right? It's indifferent. Focusing on the crappy life is going to bring you more of a crappy life. Focusing on the happy life that you have will bring you more of a happy experiences. So we have the ability to direct that focusing mechanism, and this is why it's a constant practice, and it's a constant daily showing up and doing that, just like going to the gym and lifting the weight. We have to focus our attention on the good things that are happening and exclude everything else. Because if if something isn't pleasing to you, why would you focus your attention on? And this is some this is the practice I have as well, right? Some days it's hard to remove our attention, isn't it, from the things that aren't going right in our lives. Other days, really easy. We don't even think about those things. But that's our practices to every day show up to the gym of our consciousness in our mind and focus and our attention on those experiences we want to have and all the good things that are happening in our lives, all the blessings, the things that are working, the things that are bringing us happiness and joy. And then that just like magnifies those experiences and we start attracting more. And they come from random things. Maybe you might get a raise at work. Maybe you might meet a new friend. Maybe you might have a new idea for a business or a new thing to do in your life that will cause more joy and happiness. So, you know, like joy compounds just like sadness and suffering compounds. You know, it's like the spiral, if you think of it, right? If you're spiraling down the trend and the 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 um, probability of you going further down is really high because you're in a downward spiral. Well, you can also be in an upward spiral, right? When things just are falling into your life at the right time in the right way and 
ideas are coming to you, people are coming into your life, experiences are happening to you at totally seemingly randomly, right? Awesome experiences. And you spiral up and up and up and up and up. And guess what? From from what I understand, there is no end to the upward or the downward. But we want to focus on upward, don't we? Okay, well, I hope that focusing question um, helps you and you can put it into your daily tuning up exercises for tuning up your consciousness and let me know how it works. So before we wrap up the podcast, I want to remind you that really the best way if you want to have access to all these podcasts is through subscribing to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. And it's easy to find all these podcasts there as well as um, other things that I work on. I put projects and stuff up on YouTube and I'm vlogging now. Yes, I, I am vlogging. I know that I talked about this early on in the year. It was like the very first podcast of 2018. I've done vlogging before, getting more and more comfortable with it as time goes, but my my mission now and my commitment is to vlog once a week about related things. Sometimes on the vlog, I talk more about business and entrepreneurialism, which is also a passion of mine, and talking about some of the things that um, I've learned in running an online business and just life in general. We talk about um, things that will help you, that I feel will help you on your journey, that that help me, and then I share them through that vlog. And the vlog will probably evolve to encompass other types of scenarios down the road. I'm excited about that. Um, like I said, historically, I've pre- been more into the podcasting than the vlogging, but video is such a really great way to share a message and and connect with you, the audience, that I'm embracing it more and more. So you can also find my vlog on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. Okay. Hey, I really appreciate you tuning in today and listening to me share these things. And I hope that you get some value out of this focusing question and just, you know, contemplate this notion that feeling is the key that's going to unlock those experiences that you want to have in life. I feel that it's all there and all the stuff that I've studied, whether it's any metaphysician or like new thought guru or philosophy, you know, that this is why I'm really keen on this notion of being, which I feel is synonymous with feeling or, you know, activating our emotional body. And um, I just feel it all centers around this notion of feeling or being or vibrating like, you know, the experiences we want to have. So, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope you have an awesome week. Until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.